0: Good morning. This is Darrell Gunter with on Leadership with Darrell W. Gunter on WSOU 89.5 FM, streaming on the net at WSOU.net. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have one of our regular guests back on the program, Mr. Jim Smith. He is the founder and president of Catapult Research, and we're going to dive into some thoughts and maybe predictions about where he feels the market is going to go Uh, for the record this show is being recorded on september 28th and it will air next saturday and so you just never know what might happen over the course of the next seven days so jim welcome to the program sir how are you doing
1: doing great thanks for having me back on at this very critical point in the markets
0: you know, before before we jump in about you know uh, what you think might happen on October third or thereabouts, um, on our previous program uh, you had talked about the 90th anniversary of the Dow. Uh, uh, I guess the Dow low close, you know, 90 years ago. Um, give us an update on that. Um, you know, where did it actually
1: land? Well, in fact, what happened is uh, 90 years ago on September 3rd, uh, you had the high for the Dow. So from a GAN perspective, important highs and lows, they ripple through the future. They vibrate. So even if every trader alive today never saw September 3rd, 1929, it doesn't matter. The market remembers stuff that traders forget. So the 90-year anniversary of that high potentially could have given you the start of a turn down because we rallied into it. But what I tell clients is that, you know, you can't rely on one cycle. And I had a cluster of cycles from September 3rd through September 13th, uh, lucky Friday the 13th. And it turns out that we, we topped on the 13th or the 12th and started turning down on the 13th. And, and then we rallied back. We've done a lot of chopping and changing through the month of September. So most people are not going to realize what's going on. Um, the GAN cycle was called the high at the end of July. There was a huge cluster of cycles. And in fact, I posted it on my LinkedIn page as it was happening. So it wasn't like after the fact. That one, I wanted to get my name on it. I wanted people to realize I was calling a high. And then I figured we'd have a lower high in September, which we sort of did on, you know, lucky Friday, the 13th. And then we've been chopping around for the rest of the month and potentially the fall equinox could have been a turn. It was sort of a turn. We, we turned down the day after, and then we've been, you know, back and forth and we started to weaken last Friday and, uh, there's just a lot going on here. It's, just, it's a really exciting time from a GAN perspective. So what I'm telling clients now is that if you look back in time, a year ago, in sync with the fall Equinox, the S&P made a high. It sold off for a few days. Then it rallied back into October 3rd, which your listeners will know is Thursday, Thursday. Um, By the time this airs, that'll have already passed. But the reality is that um, the 3rd of October was a key date for the markets. And there's a possibility we might rally Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then turn down on the 3rd. In other words, all this chopping and changing over the course of the last month is going to produce something. And I think it's going to be to the downside. But You know the way Gan works is you don't just trade on the cycles by themselves. You need confirmation that the market is actually turning in the direction you think it's going to turn. So I'm telling people, you know, watch the 50-day moving average, watch the 200-day moving average. If you close below both of those, you're probably starting a pretty serious correction. And so uh, there's the nice thing about this is it's not just the S and P; it's rippling across all markets, so currencies, commodities, bonds, stocks, even crypto, you know, with Bitcoin, all of these markets are responding to a major event that's gonna happen in October. That's what makes it so exciting. Um, and, and, and okay, 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 it's great
0: to make predictions, but why, what, what are the underlying factors that are,
1: would cause this, this, this change? Well, from a GAMP perspective, we don't get into the why. We're more interested in the when. And I know that ruffles a lot of feathers because, you know, for people who are conservative from a fundamental perspective, they always want to know why. And personally, I want to know why, too. But it's kind of like a detective story. You know the cycles are coming due. You know the dollar index peaked in January 2017. You know that 144 weeks later is the week ending October 11th. Um, You know that uh, March 31st was the beginning of the protest movement in Hong Kong. 180 calendar days later is September 27th, just this last Friday. Um, So that is all building. And 180 days for your listeners, that's a big cycle for GAN. So I'm saying, I'm going out on a limb here. I'm saying that there's something about to happen in Hong Kong and China. I think that protest movement is building towards an event which is going to drive down the Hang Seng, Asian markets in general, and it will ripple across the world. And you can see it also, like I said, in the dollar index, 144 weeks from the January 2017 high to the October 11th, the week ending October 11th, that's 144 weeks. And for your listeners, 144 is a major cycle for GAN. That's hugely important. And if it gets better than that, I mean, if you want to really, really flip your wig, here's the thing to to notice. The 144 is important on a daily time frame. It's more important on a weekly, and it's hugely important on a monthly. Well, it just so happens, 144 months is 12 years. And most people think of the crash of 2008 as being, okay, 2008. But actually what they don't realize, the actual high came on October 11th, 2007. So we're coming up on the 12 year anniversary of that critical date. I'm saying that everything is pointing toward October 11th, October 3rd, you know, September, October, you know, we had the 90 year anniversary of the Dow high on September 3rd. We have the 12 year anniversary of the 2007 high on October 11th. There's a lot of stuff going on here. And if you're asking me what's really driving it, I'll just be blunt and say, I don't care. Because from a Gan perspective, I'm saying time is more important than everything else. If okay, you know when okay, something's okay, going to okay, happen, okay.
0: that's important. Jim, Jim the mm-hmm. 144. Why is that significant in Gan? You know, speak speak to me in Ganese. Why is that important? Okay.
1: Well, Gan discovered through his studies of the Bible and astrology and the planets. Basically, there are certain. Uh, You you think about the revolution of the sun is 365 days. Well, every planet has a revolution. And it just so happens that, you know, 144, it comes from the planets. uh, uh, 12 times 12 is 144. And these numbers sort of, they, they show up in the Bible. They show up in astrology. They show up in... You know, all kinds of ancient religions, um, there's a lot of these these numbers show up across humanity. And I know that's a stretch for a lot of people. They just don't want to believe it. But, you know, seven is a big number in the Bible, three, twelve, one forty four, seven times seven, forty nine. These numbers show up. And I know this is weird, but what I would do, I would challenge your listeners to go to a chart and just start counting days, 90 days from every low and every high, 144 days from every low and every high, and then do weeks and do months, and you, it will blow your mind. You will, you will be astounded, and a lot of what people call um, rigorous fin, uh, financial analysis involves people telling you what you already know. If you watch the financial news networks, notice they speak very quickly after the fact because they think if they speak very quickly, you will not notice the fact that they're telling you something you already know. Mm-hmm. They, they speak loudly and they speak quickly because they want to disguise the fact that they're coming after the fact. That's the difference between GAN and traditional financial analysis. We tell you before, they tell you after. I'm telling you something's going to happen with Hong Kong. I'm telling you something is going to happen with China. And just so happens, this really caught me off guard last week because I saw, wow, October 10th is the date of the trade meeting. And as I just told you, um, 12 years ago, the 12-year anniversary of the 2007 high was October 11th. So what I'm telling clients, if you rally to form a lower high into October 10th, that suggests that you're going to get a sell-off thereafter. And you don't have to go out and bet the ranch. I'm just saying you can watch and see what happens. But if the market starts to sell off on October 11th in a big way on rising volume, you know, Katie bar the door, get out of harm's way. Um... So this stuff is all resonant. It's out there. These cycles are working in a big way across markets. The bond market, the stock market, forex, commodities. You know, it's amazing. What really gets me excited is the fact that they all work together. It's like pieces of a puzzle. So what you see happening in the stock market is not isolated from the bond market. You know, they all, they all play together. If something big is happening in one market, it's going gonna, it's gonna to cross over to those other markets. In fact, that's part of my analysis is that I look to see when the cycles are coordinating with each other. And like I said, there's a 144-week cycle on the dollar index coming due the week ending October 11th. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, so, something so, big is going to happen then. So ladies and gentlemen, we are
0: here with Mr. Uh, Jim Smith. Our He's our regular uh, commentator uh, on, the GAN, uh, on, the, on, on the GAN charts, uh, analyzing the stock market and the financial markets. Uh, Jim is the founder and president of Catapult Research. Uh, I would highly recommend you go back uh, to – Leadership with Darrell W. Gunter on iTunes to listen to his previous broadcast because it's, it's all there and it's date stamped and, and you could see exactly how pretty precise Mr. Smith is. So, uh, Jim, if, 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 you, if you could, uh, what effect does the current administration in the United States have to do with what's happening with GAN is, or is that just not a factor? You know,
1: it's like you can never prove a negative. So you could never say, well, what would have happened if Hillary had been elected? You know, who knows? We'll never know. But I'm not, I actually, maybe I'm a little cynical. I think in a way it doesn't matter. I think um, the cycles play out no matter who's president. And, you know, maybe you could argue that if Hillary had been president, the uh, stock market would have corrected straight away from the get go. And instead of this corrections, you know, maybe you can argue that because of the tax cuts, because of all the, you know, pro-market, Republicans tend to be pro-market and Trump did a lot of things that helped the market, especially the tax cuts. So maybe that bought us an extra two years. But from Gann's perspective, he would say that a crash normally happens in the seventh year or the ninth year of the decade. So we didn't get a crash in 2017, so automatically we look to 2019. And then we look at the shorter term cycles to sort of fine tune when it's gonna happen. as just so happens September, October seemed to come up big. And uh, so if you see the market start to sell off, people after the fact will say, well, it's because of the impeachment thing. I don't really care about that stuff. Um, or they'll say it's because of the trade war, um, again, it, it might be the trade war. It might be the protest movement in Hong Kong, who knows, you know, it could be any number of things. It could be something we're not even thinking about. Maybe India and Pakistan start a war with each other. We don't know. Um, it's, it's pot luck, you know, and that's where people say, well, you know, you can't predict the future. And I agree with that. You, you really, again, is not, it doesn't lend itself to predicting fundamental events. All it really says is that you're looking for market turns. And if you rally into the turn, the odds are you're gonna turn down. So if the dollar is forming a lower high into the week ending October 11th, then it lends itself to the idea it's probably gonna turn down thereafter. And to me, that makes perfect sense because if the stock market starts to sell off in the next few weeks, the Fed, you know, forex traders are immediately going to discount the idea that the Fed's going to cut rates to zero. So the Fed's not going to sit back and watch the market slide. It's going to be proactive. And it'll, you know, they'll make some statement to the effect that, hey, at the October FOMC will probably be cutting rates. So I mean, people will read it that way. And if that is really going to happen, it means the dollar will get weaker. So to me, what I see happening in the forex market, it it fits very nicely with what I think is going to happen in the stock market. So I like that. And I'm not an expert on politics. I can't really tell you much about Trump or the Republicans or the next election. You know, that's, that's for the pundits on TV to talk about. I don't and to be honest, I don't really care.
0: <laughs> of course. You know, so, I, but, but the political decisions that, that have an effect on how the Federal Reserve behaves and, and different things that happen, I mean, that, I mean that, that's, that's just part of the macroeconomics of the United States. But with that said, you have talked about silver. Give us an update on where silver is and your prediction and where you think silver is
1: going to go. Silver is the, without a doubt, it's one of the most exciting markets you can invest in. And I say that with the proof that the GAN cycle was pointed to a low in October, just about a year ago, October 2018. We got the low and then we chopped around for over a year. And one of the concepts that is hard for people to get their minds around is that, hey, it hasn't done anything. You, You said it was bottoming a year ago and it hasn't really done anything. Well, it actually is creeping up, but the media haven't really got a hold of it yet. Nobody's talking about it because it's too early. But the other point is that if you spend a year in a basing platform where you're just trading sideways and you go up, you go down, you go up, but you're not really going down anymore. You already formed the low in October 2018. That long period of basing means you're getting ready for a huge rally. So ironically, the fact that silver hasn't done much from a GAN perspective is evidence that it's getting ready for something big. It's like the snake is coiling. It's going to strike. And when it goes, it's going to be huge. We're not talking about a move to $20. We're not talking about a move to $40. We're talking about new highs, $60 and beyond. And I think it's clear from the Gantt chart, silver will outperform gold dramatically. So that gold-silver ratio that everyone watches, it's gonna plunge, it's gonna plunge. You know, it could go back to 33. So uh, do the math, if you're thinking about buying gold, forget about gold, just buy silver. Um, I'm, I'm saying, you know, get ready, You know, it wouldn't hurt your listeners to have a few of those silver dimes on hand. And I'm not the only one saying this. There are a lot of really good analysts out there saying the same thing. The only difference between me and them is that I look at it from a scientific perspective. I look at the geometry of time and price on the Gantt chart. And it's really, it's not the opinion of Jim Smith. Uh, I'm not that clever. It really is the opinion of WD GAN. It's not even an opinion. It's it's When you look at the charts, you can see that there's a science behind it. It's geometry, it's math. Uh, you're equating time and price, and you're finding where they're in balance, in harmony, and you're looking for turning points. And when it proves out, as it did in October of 2018, that it bottomed precisely in sync with a lot of major GAN cycles, then you have really no choice but to look at silver from the long side. You have no business selling silver. You, have, you can only consider buying more on every dip. And so that's, I'm very excited about silver. And I'm happy for, you to, for people to play back this recording two years from now and say, whoa, gee, it would have been nice if somebody had told us back in, way back in 2019 that silver was going to go to new highs. Well, you're listening to it now. <laughs> and so it's just from, like, from, from, from a W.D. Gann
0: perspective, if you could, well, first of all, there's there's some listeners wondering, like, you know, okay, so who is W.D. Gann? Can you give us a quick overview about W.D. Gann?
1: Well, he was born in 1878, died in 1955, lived 77 years, a full life, and a, a most interesting character. I, I would think... Your listeners would be greatly rewarded, just from the history point of view, to study this guy and figure out what happened in his life. How did he go from Texas, uh, Lufkin, Texas, to New York City as a young man, become a trader, and develop his own methodology, which is still working today? And he did all this in the early 1900s. you know, he there was a report he, he sat down with. He did something like 470 trades, and about 450 of them were winning trades. And he was up 10,000% in the space of a week. There is no trader alive today that could replicate what Gann did. It's just not possible. Um, and for your listeners who are into history, Jesse Livermore stands out as one of the best traders of all time. Well, it's rumored that Jesse Livermore was bailed out by W.D. Gann. So these guys knew each other. Um, There was also the rumor that J.P. Morgan and a lot of big heavyweights were subscribing to Gann's newsletter. They knew what he was saying. They made a fortune. And it's just there's no incentive for people on Wall Street to to tell you the importance of W.D. Gann because it kind of steals their thunder. You'll notice that when the stock market starts to correct here in October, every talking head on the financial news media will say, oh, yeah, I called it. I called it. Well, how did you call it? What evidence? Is it just your opinion? Yeah, it's just my opinion. I'm just a really smart guy. Well, I'm sorry. That just doesn't cut the mustard. What you have to do is show me the 144-month cycle into October 11th. Then you're talking about something with credibility. If you're just giving me your opinion, everybody has an opinion. And I don't even just, my own opinion, I don't even care about my own opinion. What I care about are the GAN cycles. And if if there's evidence behind your view, show me the evidence. If you're a quant and you say, I have this magic black box and I tweak it every other week and I don't tell my customers, but I'm so clever. Um, no, that doesn't cut the mustard either. I would never trust a quant because they're going to, they're going to be really clever with the math, but you don't know what's behind the black curtain. You're just trusting the wizard of Oz. Uh, I think if you, if you're investing your hard-earned money, you got to know why the person is saying what they're saying. What evidence does he have for it? And there's too many people offering opinions. That's my, uh, that's my view. I just don't I don't really listen to them uh, because I know they will make a bold statement this week. And if they get it wrong next week, they're hoping that you've totally forgotten about it. Um, And it's all just opinion. So nobody really cares. So, um, but from, I, I mean,
0: I, 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 watch a lot of CNBC. I mean, not, not minute to minute, you know, wall to wall coverage, but I've never heard anyone talk about WD Gan. Why is that?
1: Cause it steals their thunder. As I just said, these guys are never going to give credit to Gann. In fact, just the other week I heard somebody was discounting Gann. Uh, they were you know, bad mouthing Gan to me and saying, Oh, you know, He's supposed to have made all this money, but in the last few years of his life, he was just living off of his newsletter. He wasn't actually trading very well. And I take the view that if it's not his his trading record that counts, it's his methodology. Does it still work? Yes, it does, emphatically. And I think I'm just guessing because I never knew the guy. I think in the last few years he didn't care about money. He'd made so much money that he just wanted to get his methodology out there. He knew nobody lives forever. I think the guy spent more time on his newsletter, getting out the word because he knew that's his legacy. That's what he's leaving for posterity. So I give him credit for the fact that he didn't sit there and pile zeros on the end of his bank account. All he did was write a newsletter publish like crazy and you know, for people who are interested, you just go to Google and type in WD GAN. Or you can go to my website, www.catapultresearch.com. I have free pass reports for people who register. Um, you can learn a lot just by reading older reports. And uh, like this radio program, um, it'll be posted there. And the prior two ones we did, they're posted. so. People can see what I said and they can see what I got right and what I got wrong. And I'm happy for people to see my record. Cause uh, I, I'm basing it on science. And even if I'm wrong, I'm happy to admit when I'm wrong, but for the most part, I don't take credit for what I do. I'm saying it all comes back to WD Gann. I'm saying without, without that scientific basis, um, I'm just offering an opinion, just like all the other analysts on Wall Street. And I don't care about opinion. Um, excellent.
0: So. Excellent. And, you know, uh, you know, Jim, we're, we're about <laughs> time flies when you and I get, get, get going. Well, when you get going, because I'm learning so much. But recently we had a conversation. We won't mention any names because we, we don't want to do that, but we want to educate the public. There was a uh, a seminar that you're going to be a part of. But unfortunately, it was canceled because they felt that you were going to give your opinion and it wasn't going to be a favorable opinion for the marketplace. And and they didn't want
1: to Mm -hmm. scare scare their crowd away. Um, I'm sure that's what it was. I mean, they thought it was my opinion. They thought I was being too bearish, too speculative. That was the word I heard, too speculative. And, you know, I don't want to name names or anything, but I do want to say that that's not surprising. Um, when you it's kind of like shoot the messenger. Um, If you're bringing bad news that people don't want to hear, they don't really have an incentive for you to put that word out. You know, I mean, it's like there are a lot of people who are offended by a bold forecast when you say, "Oh, the stock market's going to sell off in October." They don't want to hear that, and. You know, that's the word I got back is that if I wanted to be Mr. Rogers, they were okay. If I wanted to be pessimistic and say, hey, you know, time to get out of the stock market, time to go to cash, they don't want to hear that. And that's why you don't hear from WD Can on CNBC. If you noticed, it's all tilted toward a rosy view of the markets. Bye, 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 bye. There's never a selling opportunity, it's always bye, bye, bye. Oh, it's a buying dip. We're down 1%. Oh, buy, buy, buy. Oh, it's up. It's up 2%. Oh, buy even more. You know, it's never until it becomes really obvious. And then you watch CNBC, watch these clowns. They will come out. They'll be bullish right up into the moment it crashes. And then they'll suddenly say, Oh yeah, we knew it was going to do that. Mm. (laughs) They do it every time. In fact, last week, you had a guy on CMB saying we're going to 3,500 mm. and you know what he's going to do. The second it turns down,
0: right? He's right,
1: going to hope that right. you didn't, you didn't uh, write down what his forecast was mm. because well, you know, that's what these guys do on a regular basis.
0: Exactly.
1: They're hoping that everybody has, um, a, a bad memory.
0: Yep. Hey Jim, um, the, Jim, it, Jim, we are out
1: hmm? of time. <laughs> We're out of time.
0: Okay. I hate to stop your flow, but uh, we're going to have to, to wrap things up, ladies and gentlemen. We want to thank our guest, Mr. Jim Smith of Catapult Research. Um, go to his website. And, Jim, that website is www.catapultresearch.com.
1: Is that correct?
0: That's correct. All right. Jim, thank you for coming on the program.
1: All right. I appreciate you having me on. As always, it's great.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, that wraps it up this week on leadership with Darrell W. Gunter on WSOU 89.5 FM and streaming on the net at WSOU.net. Have a great weekend, but remember, leadership begins with you.